millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcaster named Sean Allen. ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, another uh, Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. Follow, subscribe, wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify and Apple listeners, please rate and write a review. I just got a text message. <laughs> I'm not editing this out either. Anyway, I got my my friend, a fellow music excavator, Sonic Alchemist, DJ Darjar. What does that mean, Darjar? Well, I know what it means, but what is for the listeners, what does it mean? So my name is Darren Gerard. Um, so it's just the first three letters of my name. Darjar? D-A-R-J-A-R. Yes, sir. When you say that, your mouth got to go. <sighs> Just say like Reptar. Darjar. Reptar. Oh, wow. Yeah. Reptar. Thank you for the compliment, by the way. Musical alchemist. I like that. You I'm like that. Huh? that. Don't, I don't, don't take that. So if you use it, I want 20%. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, man. But I finally got you on the pod, man. Thank you for taking time out of your busy. You know, you're a DJ for the stars now. So, you know, it's little people. You know what I mean? Thank you for having me. I was I'm excited to be you here. Finally made it. You Thank famous. You. I know once y'all come to LA and y'all blow up, y'all forget where y'all came from. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Joking, joking, joking. <laughs> My listeners, some of them know you, some of them don't. But for the ones who don't know you, something we do here at ASAP is an icebreaker. It's a little game called Either Or, Four Choice Questions. You have two options. You can either pick one. You can only pick one. <laughs> I'm laughing at this text message. I, this is why I shouldn't do this shit on my phone. I'm not editing this out. <laughs> okay. Follow along with me. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Beyonce or Rihanna? Wow. Just going to go like for the jugular like yeah. that. That's Beyonce crazy. or Rihanna? Um, I have to go with B. I have to. Why? Um, she's just an overall entertainer. She's just great at what she does. And Rihanna's amazing as well. Right. But, uh, vocally, you know, everything, I think. But who whose music are you playing more? Probably Rihanna's, if I had to choose. Why? <laughs> I, I know why, but, you, you know. know. it depends. You know, it depends, honestly, on the crowd, to be honest with you. Like, it depends. But if, you know, like, to dance, you know, I feel like Rihanna has more danceable pop hits. Right. What's your favorite Rihanna song? Any Rihanna? Does it have to be a single? Not any song. Can I pick an era? Yeah. yeah. That's better for me because <laughs> right. I can't pick a song off right, top. Right, right, right. So I say Rated R. Rated R, that era is a dope era. For me. What singles were on that? Uh, Russian Roulette. Uh, Te Amo. K- What's that rated R? Photographs? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Te Amo. I think Te Amo was on there, yes. I that's think one of her most slept on songs. Yeah, Te Amo. I think Neo wrote that. Yeah, that's a dope song. I liked it. I liked her when she was with Stargate. Mm-hmm. I mean, this last album was good, too, but I liked the sound that they created. Yeah. And everybody was trying to mimic it. Yeah. And that we lost that with this last album, Anti. Yeah. Even though it was an amazing album, yeah. but we liked her for that sound. But those six albums, mm-hmm. and she abandoned it. 
I feel like a lot of artists like go wrong with that too. I feel like Nicki, that's where Nicki Minaj went wrong. She abandoned like the sound that made her Nicki Minaj, like that kitty pop sound. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But I mean, you have to let artists grow. You have to let them. You could still grow, but be. you still have to serve the reason why you're here, right? Yes and no. I mean, it depends. I mean, it didn't work. She's <laughs> she's not doing. I mean, it, but you have to take it to consideration. You know, if you are artist, what matters to you, right? Sometimes, like they get a point to a point of a, a certain tax bracket, and it doesn't matter to them anymore. That's true. They are doing it for the love, not for the check. Jason Lee or Charlemagne? Charlemagne. Um, I watched. I used to be a big fan of like Breakfast Club, right? And so, like watching them on YouTube and stuff like that. Jason Lee's glow up is dope as well, but I think I relate more to Charlemagne. Right. We got to exist with some of these people, so I'm not going to ask you to dive in. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Thank you. Timberland or Pharrell? <laughs> Damn, that's hard. Uh, I know you're a Pharrell fan. I, like, I know that I, off. I know that off. I love I loved Timberland. Yeah. I think, I, no, let me tell you, Go. who pick one? I'm going to go with Pharrell. Why? Who's more innovative, Timberland or Pharrell? I feel like Pharrell is. No, you disagree? Yeah. Okay. Completely. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> but I feel like there are some, sometimes I feel surprised when I can tell what a Pharrell track sounds like and a Timberland track sounds like. But I feel like there are some one offs where I'm like, oh, Pharrell did this? Like, I, I didn't know. Versus Timberland, I'm like, okay. Timberland did that song with Sweetie and Janae. What um back to the streets? Yeah. Okay. Does that sound like a Timberland song? No. You see the diversity and yeah. the range and the I hear I eat, but that's one one example. One example. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Timberland is met much more um progressive than Pharrell and much more innovative than Pharrell. Pharrell plays it safe and Pharrell has Pharrell songs. You know what I mean? I agree. I can agree with that. Yeah, I can agree with that. I just, I just feel like maybe I like Pharrell better. That's it. I, so I, we, I talk about Pharrell a lot because there's more Pharrell than there is Timberland, right? Mm -hmm. Pharrell's more visual. Pharrell has mm -hmm. shit on the radio. Pharrell has been pumping out tracks or whatever. Timberland goes through these waves where he's like hot, 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 releasing all this fire. Then like it'll die down. You won't hear a song from him. Yeah, he's doing the versus thing now, but you know. Like with Pharrell, I mean, like Timberland. Look what happened with like the Leah Missy Genuine that whole era. Mm -hmm. Then Timberland died down, mm -hmm. and then came back out with fucking Nelly Furtado, Justin Timberlake, Carrie Hilson died down, and kind of Justin Timberlake was like his reach for relevancy with the other albums that Justin Timberlake came from. But like those two eras were the Aaliyah that first time, and then the fucking. Nelly Furtado and all that. Mm -hmm. And Pharrell's never had an error. Pharrell always kind of wrote, you know what I mean? Yeah. Consistently. Kind of been. But Timberland is much more innovative than Pharrell by leaps and bounds and much more talented than Pharrell. Okay. But Pharrell has more product than Timberland. You know what I mean? I think that's probably why I chose. Pharrell. I chose. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're cousins, right? I did not. Well, I know they're both from Virginia. Yeah, giving head or getting head? Getting. Getting. Receding, getting. Receding. Okay. Los Angeles or New York? Los Angeles. Why not New York? Why Los Angeles and why not New York? You know, I was born in on the East Coast. Right. So growing up in blizzards and shit. Can we curse? Not fine. Yeah. Shit. Uh, growing up in blizzards, um... It's just not fun. It's just not the wave. And coming here with, you know, weather, opportunity, the beach, you know, it's just kind of always been a lifelong dream. You go to the beach? I do. What beach do you go to? I, Laguna's my favorite. It's not an L.A. beach, but I like yeah. Laguna. Um, but I'll go to... I'll go to Manhattan. I'll go to Santa Monica and just sit out and meditate. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I'm thinking about moving back to the beach. I don't know if I want to live at the beach. Why? It's far, though, right? It's far from everything, 
and then it's L.A. far. Yeah, but that can with traffic, like you got to take L.A. far. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, I don't know, it's just always packed. It's it's a tourist location, so the best be- so the best beach in L.A. is Torrance Beach. Okay, you remember Insecure when they went to the beach party? Mm-hmm. That's, That's Torrance Beach. I don't know why I feel like that was Malibu for some reason. Because everybody thinks Malibu, but uh, it's Torrance Beach. South Bay got the best beaches in L.A., and you don't have to park, pay for parking in a lot of these beaches. Um, So when you go more south, like to Torrance Beach, not a lot of crowds. It's beautiful. Like with the peninsula in the background, you see the whole Santa Monica Bay. I'll be in awe. (laughs) You can see Malibu from Torrance Beach. It's really, really nice. But the parking is amazing there. The views, the Esplanade. So check out Torrance Beach. Like, so what's the pros and cons of LA? I mean, LA pros, opportunity, weather, um, definitely. You know, if you have if you have that East Coast hustle, you definitely can get to your bag. Like out here, yeah. Um, cons, it's it's a little lonely. You know, as far as family is concerned, there's right. not a lot of family here, so it can get it can get lonely if you're not busy, but. Right, right, right. What do you think about the people here in L.A.? <laughs> um, I think you you have it takes a second to find your tribe. You got to find your tribe and weed out who is for you and who might not be for you. Right. So people are born and up, born and raised in L.A. Super cool, um, but transplants kind of can uh, muddle that a bit if you think. Wow, about it. I pl- everybody say that. I mean, I've heard that a million times. But it's, like, fascinating and refreshing every time I hear somebody say that. <laughs> Especially somebody who comes from, like, a place like New York. Mm-hmm. The East Coast, the Eastern Seaboard. That's a monster of Eastern a place. Seaboard. Come yeah. on, vocab. Is that what you say that? Vocabulary. Oh, right. I'm smart. <laughs> you know that. Do people yes, say yes, that? Well, I do know that. I haven't heard Eastern Seaboard since high school, though. It's okay. But it's a real, I mean, that's what you're supposed to say, right? Yeah. I sound like a news person, a news reporter when I say that. <laughs> That was a compliment. compliment. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. But it's dope when somebody who's from a monster place like Chicago or New York, New Jersey, whatever, that stuff over there, recognize that and say that. You know what I mean? So every time somebody say that, I'm like, more people need to say that. Mm -hmm. But I do think that people come here. I think the problem with it is that people come here, transplants, and they think they're supposed to be a certain way and do a certain thing and kind of have a certain air about them. And that's what makes it fake or whatever. You you know what I mean? I've seen so many people come and go yeah. over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Real quick. Yeah. Real quick. One thing you did say that I liked, and I think we have that in common, you got to have a hustle here too. Yeah. You have to have a hustle because it's just, I can't explain it. It's like a hamster wheel, but it's like you have the hustle and it's like my job could support what I do and support my lifestyle, but it's just the fabric of the place. You have to have a hustle. And then you know what I think? I think that we see those homes in the hills. We know those people have multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. So we are like, that's the hamster wheel. Cause you're reminded of where you want to be when you step out the house, you look up in the hills. The you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's the goal. I'm driving down my street and the hills is right in front of me. And I see those mansions and shit every day. Every day. I can't, ex- you know, I, I cannot not see the hills mm-hmm. because it's in front of my house. And I'm like, that's the goal, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think that creates, like subconsciously creates like this hamster wheel. And I think it's healthy or it could be not healthy, right? I mean, it definitely. Because it almost feels like it's, you're always kind of like. Running. Right. Going. Um, you call it a hamster wheel. I call it a drive. Like okay. I call it, I That's call a better it word. Motivation. You know. Yeah. Um, not that hamster wheel was a bad example. No, I like um, I like drive drive better. But I, I'm I love cars. I love trucks. You know, and like part of like the dope part of L.A. Like you like you said the hills, but like these exotic cars that are just driving up and down Sunset for no reason, whether they might be rented on my street, our street. Yeah, I park next to a G-Wagon. Right. I love that kind of, I love stuff like that. Yeah, and it's, I'm not a car person, but, like, it's, like, it shows you the socioeconomic diversity of the place. It shows you what you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
but it is motivating when you're driving and you see the hills and you see these penthouse sky rises and these cars and or you're invited to a party at a celebrity's house yeah you know it, it is and it's positive and negative right mm-hmm. positive is drive ambition you know keep creating you know own your craft hone in your craft um be bet good at what you do you know what i mean or the other side of that is like niggas on drugs and hustling and scamming to keep up and get spitted out the city talking about the dark side spit it out of the city did that rhyme spit it out of the city but yeah i've seen a lot of people come and go and get caught up over the years you know what i mean mm-hmm. but what has kept you grounded like what has kept you like away from that what has kept you here because it's easy to get caught up in that especially doing um, what you, what you do in your profession yeah i yeah i can agree with that um what's kept me grounded i read a lot of self-help books I'm kind of like meditate at the beach. I meditate. I'm big on. I'm really big on like meditation and um, self help, self right. um, care, um, therapy. Like is like top of the list for me. Right. Um, you know, talking to someone to talk about. You know, because everyone's human. Insecurities right, arise. Right, right. Things you think is like you know that are real are not real. So those things kind of keep me grounded. And honestly, like my family. Like, they're not, a lot of them are not here, but, like, talking to them really helps me, like, right. be grounded and keep going. And purpose gives you kind of, like, a purpose, right? Yeah, for sure. What about music? Yeah, but music is an escape for so me. So you're a DJ, and you're supposed to, the first thing you should have said was, like, the music is. Yeah, me, well, no, it's not what I was supposed to say. <laughs> music is an, is an escape for me, for sure. Um, but, you know, you you were asking what keeps me grounded in like nightlife and music. I mean, music is why I'm in nightlife, right. And entertainment, but outside of music, those are the things that keep me grounded. But for sure, music, I felt like was a given answer. (laughs) Right. But you know, I'm trying to segue. Yeah. This, uh, little podcast thing we're doing. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but okay. So like that keeps you grounded. Yes. That allows you not to get caught up in, like, the glitz and glam and mm-hmm. to trying to keep up with the Joneses shit and shit like that. Yeah. And in turn, you were able to survive <laughs> and be here for how long you lived in L.A.? I originally moved here in 2012. Wow. Yeah. So, like 10 years. Well, not consecutively. I went home for a bit because, you know, family matters. Right. Uh, life changes. And then I came back probably going on five years now. Four or five years. So you had the opportunity to go home for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and you knew you wanted to be back in L.A. Absolutely. Is this your last stop? I don't know. I'm really not sure. Um, I would say so, but you tell God your plans. and that's right, He has some other shit lined up for you. <laughs> exactly. Might take you to Barcelona somewhere. Saying, Listen, I'm never going to block my blessings. For now, home is L.A. for the foreseeable right. future. Mm-hmm. How long have you been DJing? Um, I picked up my very, very first board in 2014, um, but DJing in public, because I, I used to do it for just friends and family, just right. to like, <laughs> just to pregame before we went to the club, Right. Um, but DJing uh, in public, I would say that started in like 2016. 2016? Yeah, and like at clubs, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, you've been what, in the game for what? Six years? That's six years? Yeah, we could say six years. I'm going to do with that number. Six, what's, seven years. What's the biggest gig you've done? I don't like to name drop. I don't like that. They're weird. <laughs> um, I would say what what re- recently that was really um, dope for me was um, Jay Ellis's um, magazine release party. Right. Jay Ellis from Insecure. That was. Um, and, and there's a bunch of layers of why that was a big deal for you because we're fans of Insecure, absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. We live Super in LA. Fans. So it's, yeah, I get it. Yeah, so um, that, I'll say, that, I mean, because, you know, we live in LA, so it's not hard to come across a, a celebrity gig, right. um, which, you, which you can't talk about or something that you can't post, right? Right, right, right. Um, but that, I'll say that's the most recent one that uh, I really enjoyed and was happy about. When was that? 
right before Insecure Fest. When was Insecure Fest? <laughs> they <laughs> had two October. though, right? October, September, October. Okay, okay, okay. What's your like dream gig? Coachella. Really? A festival. A festival? Some type of festival esque. It doesn't have to be Coachella. Right. Afro punk or some shit. Huh? Afro what it's called? Afro punk? Afro Chella? Afro punk. Um, that'd be cool, yeah. Um something with more black and brown people for sure. Right, right. Mm -hmm. But you could create that yourself out here. Absolutely. Are you looking into doing that? I haven't thought about that. I haven't gotten that far. See, see, see. You're giving me great ideas here today. Yeah, because, I mean, we had it offline. We had a conversation about nightlife and yeah. the day party scene. And yeah. I think that we definitely are both capable of creating spaces for people like us. And what I do, I don't, I'm not a DJ, mm -hmm. even though you're supposed to show me how to DJ. and But you are. But we both have a knack and a, gil a, a talent of bringing people together and creating spaces. Yeah. We have to be more intentional with that, right? Yes, sir. Especially this year coming. Cause we'll get on that. And I'm going to teach you. For real? I said, I'll still teach you. Yeah. I, I Our schedules didn't align, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll teach you. So growing up, like DJing and playing around with it, doing it for your family and friends, what was the motivation behind that or what started that? Were you like looking at a Funkmaster Flex DJ, you know, like, mm -mm. you know, I, no, not at all. It kind of just um, evolved as time went along. So before even picking up a board, I would make mixtapes and CDs for people. Right. But I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. I didn't realize I was making a quote unquote playlist for someone right. to enjoy. It just was something I enjoyed to do. Like I wanted to put my friends on like, oh, get into this song. Like right, right, remember right. LimeWire and yeah. you know, all those. Um, that's, where we, that's where me and you connect is with the music. Yeah. And so. Do you remember that era in music where uh, all the unreleased albums? Do, do you remember that? Yeah. Um, LimeWire, Napster, but there was like what years? That was like nineteen. I would say like nineteen ninety nine to like two thousand eight. It kind of started to phase out around twenty ten, in my opinion. Like you know what I was listening to on my way up here. What Megan Rochelle? You remember that? That's. A throwback for sure. She had the whole album that never came out. Really? What song were you listening to? I'm about to play it. I'm about <laughs> to put my phone to the thing. Hold on. And so I wasn't consciously listening to that song. It was just on my shuffle. Isn't she like, Wait, isn't she like a Philly hit? Oh, I, I think I played it the other day on my... Uh, she had like a, a, a single, like, and it was pretty big in like the DMV in Philly. Remember that? Yeah. But anyway, that she she's from that era of yeah unreleased, you know, illegal downloads and yeah and message boards and the fucking uh, record labels were shuffling around. Clive Davis was going everywhere. Yep. La Reid was going everywhere. They were trying to figure it out. And digital happened, Kalisa, all that unreleased stuff. You remember? You remember? Yeah, for that sure. was the best time. That was the best era in music. Yeah, because you would find some gems, or then you know you get one file and it wasn't as good, and you find a hot that HQ later. Right. Yeah, it was remember Latrell, Neptune's Pharrell. Yeah, I do. Um, That's from that era. She had like one video. House party. Yes. That's from that era. Yes. Do you want? Do you remember Paula Campbell? Shout out to Baltimore. Oh yeah, yeah, Paula Campbell. Yeah, so what is she doing now? I have no idea. That's crazy to like imagine being from like that era, get signed and you could like taste your dream and it don't happen. Or or may again look this me the Libra in me being um optimistic, maybe her dream changed and morphed and maybe she married. Well, okay, yeah, because <laughs> dreams do change, right? Dreams always evolve. Yeah. So yeah. Paula Campbell. Yeah, you do you really remember her? I so I remember her because she was friends with my friend and he okay. would always hype her up. But I don't remember that song, but I remember her name and seeing her. It's on it's on Apple Music. That was your girl, huh? I wouldn't say. I mean, yeah. Name somebody else from that era that never made it. Damn. From like you just just that era or like Petey Crack, you remember Petey Petey? Yeah, dude. State property. Yep. He was dope. Yeah. Man. He was dope. Mm -hmm. His he had a mixtape. I played that shit out. Mm -hmm. And I would have thought that he was the next big thing. He was on Neil's first single. What about Tierra Marie? Yeah. 
She got lost in that shuffle, Tierra Marie. Well, old but Olivia. I feel like Tierra pushed through a bit, though. Like, she went, she kind of went a little bit. She went the distance. Yeah, she definitely. Um, she came out with a couple projects on her own after the whole. Rock the reality TV shit. Yeah. And she kind of still has some presence. She got a DUI. Once you get a DUI, you know, you made it. You know what I mean? You fight a cop and shit. I didn't know she had a DUI. How do you know that? <laughs> Are you, I mean, it was on, like, Love and Hip Hop or uh, some shit. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Are you playing, like, Paula Campbell and uh, Tierra Marie and stuff when you DJ? Every now and then, you know, a Tierra um, girl feel might come up. What's that song? How to Make a Girl Feel? Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, that might come up every now and then. Um, not not Paula so much, because I don't, you know, we're over here. I don't. That's, know. like, regional. Yeah. A regional bop, right? Yeah, for sure. Because I know you got a thing for R&B. So what is the R&B song that gets people going? Right now? It could be older. I'm going to give you an old school and a new school. Um, old school, Tevin Campbell. People are, like, losing their minds. So let me ask thing. you about that. I knew you were about to say that. <laughs> that, that. That has happened within the last few years. I don't feel like it ever went away. Like, really? I feel like I feel, in D.C. they play it all the time. Is that a cookout song? It's a brunch song. It is a brunch it's song. It's a brunch song, for sure. You don't think it evolved into a cookout, like, playlist? For sure. I think that the cook, the evolution of it at the cookout, maybe in the last three years, four years. So you think that's maybe it has on these, that song has always been around to you? In black spaces, yeah, for really, sure. Really? Can we talk? I feel like that happened within the last few years. I used to hear Can We Talk at brunch in D.C., Wow. Before moving here. Yeah. I hope he's getting paid for that. I hope so, too. He looks good, though. I seen him online not too long ago, and he looked, like, well. Nice. Babyface wrote and produced it. I know yep. Babyface getting a check. Yeah, somebody getting a check. Because, man, that song has... Um, in new school, everybody like Baddest right now, Chris Brown and Young Blue. I don't even know that. See, I'm, I'm old. I don't know that. Yeah. It's, it's like... Everybody really likes that song right now. Is there like a specific placement of like "Can We Talk" when you play it? Mm, it used to be at the end, like kind of like the kind of like the slowing down, like to leave right. to leave the event. Okay, um, so the, so the placement of the, the song has now. evolved for too. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not a song at the end; it's a song to get people hyped. It could definitely be in the middle for sure. Oh wow! For sure. Yeah. What is it with that song? I just feel like. People want to sing, <laughs> and you know, people love something they can remember and sing. That's easy to. Remember. That's such a great song too. When you yeah. think about it, because he's singing his ass off, but it's easy to sing along to yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, what is it with that song? We should we should start a podcast called "Can We Talk," and we because we're both Talk about music, music music excavators. We're gonna dig into it. I'm stealing that. I promise you. We're gonna we should I, make merch. I told you, I want my ten percent. We can't really. Talk about the merch thing. Um, what is it with that song? I just feel like it's nostalgic and again easy to sing. People single can sing, people love something they can sing along to. Right, right. You know? So, wow, and that's interesting that you said that that was like a last song, but now you could play that to hype up for sure. And definitely like right in the middle for sure. Wow. De- well, you know everything depends on the crowd, right? You have right. to. You have to. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You have to play to the crowd that's in the room, but you can definitely get away with that being in the middle now. Do white people respond to that song? <laughs> they do. Oh, really? They do. Yeah. Wow. Well, I feel like if you're going out now and that's... But I feel like they, you know, when if they see everybody happy in the room, especially brown people, they're happy too, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> that is so funny. They're happy if everybody's happy. Do you find, like, in different cities or regions, we have different songs that we, like, respond to differently? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For sure. Definitely. So, like, what are we responding to in L.A. that they're not responding to LA is super like nostalgic, right? Like LA loves like, oh, I used to hear this back in the day. Like you know the the early two thousands R and B parties are popular right now. So I think LA is like on this nostalgic vibe right now, right? Or has been for a while, to be honest with you. But um, if you go, you know, somewhere else, like I recently DJed in Houston, and I felt like the vibe there was more, you know, twerk. City girls, right. you know. I mean, they're on that here too. Like you'll right, hear right. that out at the club, but right now LA is on a super R and B vibe. Really? Yeah. Like especially like with like the day parties and right. stuff like that. Is that an LA thing? Everybody has day parties, but is that like LA day? I feel like I feel like LA is like the Beyonce of day parties. Recently, yeah, because you know, like what. 2012, 2011, like, nightlife was, like, popping. Yeah. Popping. Especially but, out here. Yeah. And Man. then um, I feel like now it's, like, <laughs> I guess, like you said, the fiance of day parties. <laughs> I'm a DJ from New York, and I'm coming to L.A. What am I playing? What are you suggesting me to play? I'm from New York. I'm coming to L.A. I want to. We had a date. Like, you. You got to give more context. Like, are we at a day party? Are we at, we at a, a day party. party? Okay, I'm from L.A. I'm DJ ASAP from L.A., from Harlem. <laughs> I want a gig in New York, in L.A., carry for the summer. The song right now is Money Long, Hours and Hours. That's the song right now. Okay, so the answer I'm looking That's for is, like, you're supposed to tell me, like, some Pac, some YG. No, you said we talking about daytime day 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 party R and B moment. That's what we, that's what we're talking about. But you want to hear like a, a YG OT Genesis moment? That's what you want. So listen, my friend, who's out, who, uh, somebody else unnamed, who's a DJ, yeah. he said that he couldn't wait to get to uh, to play like in the Bay. That was like his thing. Too short goes off. He's something really interesting. What he said is that he played. Um, Looney's I Got Five on it. Oh. That's a Bay Area classic. Yeah. yeah. But he said the crowd did not respond to it as well. Mm-hmm. He said because they they respond to the remix. Mm-hmm. So he was like tweeting in the middle of the set, like, why aren't they dancing to this? Why aren't they hyped? I thought they would be hyped up for this. Mm-hmm. And then somebody responded back to him saying, no, we listen to the remix out here. So he was saying like regionally in cities, they, there's songs that you have to like nod yeah. So, like, what's L.A. not is what I'm asking. Okay, you. okay. You know what Got I mean? You. I understand. Um, uh, L.A. not. Honestly, any Snoop song. Really? Any, yeah, like, people love Snoop. Um, Too Short. Right. Shout out to Snoop and Short. Yeah. Um, YG. Right, right. But you're going to go mustard on that beat. I want an actual song, but... You know what's a corny song that I think you DJs need to retire? (laughs) 
California Love is a corny song. That's like a wedding song, right? Isn't that crazy how music like evolve and like mm-hmm. turns into something else? Mm-hmm. That song was so like hard when it came out. Yeah, it was like this gangster rap song is a pop hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you listen to it, it's like kind of corny, right? <laughs> I mean, you see what I'm saying? Because you're in California, so I guess it's kind of cheesy. I guess I guess I can understand yeah. where you're coming from with that. Do people respond to that when you play that? Yeah, they really do, huh? Yeah, they like that. It's especially, like a wedding song, especially um, white people. Yeah, white people love that. They played that at my friend's wedding. He's Indian. Mm-hmm. He married an Indian girl. They played California Love at his wedding. Everybody went crazy, and I'm just like, y'all don't even like black people, <laughs> but you know the song. Yeah, that intro, they lose it. Wow. California Love. That's another one that just kind of grew legs over years and evolved mm-hmm. to me. California Love. What else is another cheesy song? Cheesy? Yeah. That people love. Okay, Pony, Dream White Pony is a wedding song to me now, too. Is it? It's like a, yeah, it's just. It, it, uh, why? Okay. Because they play, you hear it in movies. Yeah, you do. You do. You know what I mean? It turned oh, into getting paid for that too. Oh yeah, he said that's his biggest bag. He he eats off that for the rest of his life. That one song, just pony, pony. Wow. And Tim Timberland said too. Back to Timberland. I talk about Timberland a lot. Timberland said I think he was on a uh, Big Boy or Vlad. Timberland said that like that's one of his biggest songs, if not his biggest song. Mm-hmm. The licensing on Pony alone mm-hmm. is crazy. So like that inspired me to get into music licensing. That converse, that lo- whatever he said, I was like, I'm. That's where the money's at. He said like he licensed that that song so much that like him and Genuine don't have to work. Nice. That song. That's crazy. It didn't even go number one either. But I think over the years it turned into something else. That's one thing um, that I think is dope. You remember chart placements. I used to be big on chart placement. I can't remember what I ate for breakfast yesterday now. So, <laughs> but you're like big on chart placements and like how a song performed and or how right. an artist performed. I think that's really dope. Like Aaliyah, she didn't perform well mm-hmm. on the charts, mm-hmm. but she still sold five million records, one in a million. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's unheard of now. Yeah. Have you had coronavirus? Have I? Yeah. Um. Yes. The coronavirus. One how many time. times? One time. What are all the cities that you played in? Um, D.C., Las Vegas, Houston, uh, L.A., obviously. Um, I haven't gotten to play in Atlanta yet. I want to play in Atlanta. What's your favorite place you played so far? Here. You enjoy L.A.? Yeah, Yeah. because it's here. Because it's it's just, I feel like my deep my i matured here as a dj you right, know what I'm right like right. the most parties i've done have been here right um, so it's been good to you here it's been super good to right. me here vegas is cool too it's nice cool but to i feel like, like vegas don't really that's like la kind of yeah right? it's like down the street yeah yeah the culture and the vibe and the people is kind of the same we're listening to the same thing but i feel like vegas has much more of a bay connection with the bay than la yeah i can agree with that because I, they used to play that bass shit all the time when I lived out there in the clubs. Yeah. And all those bass songs I know and artists, I know from Vegas. Even when I went back uh, for over break, went to a bar, and they're playing, like, some hyphy shit or whatever. Yeah. And it was, like, on the radio or whatever. You know, we wouldn't, we don't do that here, you know? Yeah. But uh, L.A., Vegas, and you want to play in Atlanta. Why do you want to play in Atlanta? I just remember going there like as a, you know, in my early twenties. I'm an old older gentleman now, and my early twenties and turning up, and how, you know, different uh, like black people. Yeah, and like I mean, yeah, and it just was lit. Like I just remember leaving the club like soaking wet, no shirt on. Right. Um, I haven't had that experience. Um, Is that your dream? Because you're going to play in Atlanta for sure. It's it's going to happen sure, this year but what's your dream on? like place to play globally dream probably Mykonos Mykonos but like make it super black is it like a festival or something in Mykonos that like no I just know Mykonos is like popping and like parties and it's but like it's the a, new Tulum right yeah that's that's odd yeah I see a lot of people is it cheap to get there <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> a group time to go to Mykonos? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't checked. I've seen a lot of people this year. It was Tulum, 
the year before, and now everybody's going to Mykonos. I feel like 2021, everybody was either in Mykonos or Tulum. Right. For sure. But I heard bad things about Mykonos. What'd you hear? That it's not all that. Really? It's, it looks it's Instagrammable. I mean, it's, it's an Instagrammable moment. Right. Who would you play for? Like, who's the dream person to play for besides, like, Bianca? Bianca. 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 <laughs> I would love to play for Diddy. Really? Diddy. Diddy's parties are legendary. Right. Yeah, they are. I'm sure you've been to. No? I've been to a few of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would love to DJ for Diddy or um, Jamie Foxx. I got to DJ for Marlon Wayans. So when you DJ at a cool. Jamie Foxx party and a Diddy party, you got to go in the back. Okay. So they can't The back see. rooms. The playroom. The back. My, my bad. I'm being messy. You got to uh, go in the back, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gosh, well, I'm like, wait, is the booth in the back room? I'm confused. <laughs> I, I didn't know what you did. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Diddy, Jamie Foxx, who else? Just, um, I don't know, any, any, anybody like a Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, they seem like they have really cool parties. Right. Or did have pretty cool parties prior to COVID. Right, right, right. What's your go-to song? Like, what do you? What do people respond to? Not regionally, but like when you put it on, you be like, "Oh shit!" Like, I know this. Let me save this for this time. Or, you know, are there like songs that like if the crowd is not hyped enough, or like the crowd is getting tired, or there's a wave of like people coming in? Is there like that song? Like that's that you know weapon. It changes. It honestly changes. So it's on the, with it's the literally tie. on the bot. Yeah. Um, what for me was something that I had to kind of acclimate and, and get used to was TikTok. Like people love TikTok songs and they're not even whole songs sometimes. Right. But they want to hear the TikTok song. And it's just like, bruh. Like, so, um, like, a wet, like, again, it changes. But, like, I think all of 2021. That's interesting you say that about TikTok. TikTok kind of, I would assume it changes the way you play music, too. For sure. sure. The whole song be trash. Yeah. But they, <laughs> it's, wow. It's just a, just a, just a, because people want to dance. People want to do the little TikTok dances right. and stuff. And it's like, they want to hear it. They don't like, it's crazy. But um, I would say 2021 was a big year of whopping up. Those were like oh, Cardi B. That, yeah, Megan, and like almost Cardi, anything or Megan, anything like twenty twenty one was their year. Wow, like you played that, it's just automatically they just go up. Right, right, right. But again, it changes. Like I don't have like one specific secret button. <laughs> Let me press that. <laughs> Do people you play for tell you what they? I'm sure they tell you that what they want you to play, but are they really like giving you like a list of songs no. that they? Mm-mm. But, that's not allowing me to do be my do my job if they have a playlist. Oh, so you will tell somebody no? For sure. Really? You have to. I mean, you can give me an aesthetic. You can give me, you can give me an idea of what you want to happen. But you're calling me for a reason because you know right. I provide an experience. So, you but you do take song requests. It's not favorable. I will take a song request, especially if it has, someone has. You know, they, they, people pay for a sound for, for, for that. DJ, kind of please pick up the phone. I'm on the request <laughs> line. <laughs> you don't you do not do requests? It's, any DJ will tell you that requests are not favorable. Any DJ will tell you that. Well. But a, I but a will do it, will do it, but not ideal. Wow. It's I didn't know that. Yeah, don't. It's, it's kind of in poor taste for you to ask for a request from a DJ. Wow. Yeah, it's important. So they'll tell you, like. Unless you have a, a, a 20 or something, 50 in your hand or something. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shout out to that. You guys hear that? Don't come up tip. to a dar jar broke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and even still with that, it's just like, because it, it's not all about money, right? It's like we have a flow, right? We have a, um, we're re- it's not just about said person with the request. Right. You have a room of people that you have to please. And you have to kind of, you have to pay attention to that energy. And, right. Um, I've had requests of like, oh, I want to hear Britney Spears, blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, like I can't do that. Or I, or you know, or I say, yeah, I got you, and it just never gets played. But you could play like Britney Spears, "I'm a Slave" for you in R&B set, right? I mean, you could. I'm a slave. 
played it fucking Britney Spears, I'm a slave for you with Nasty Girl, Vanity Six. That shit that was fucking. Come with on, Philly's yeah. Most Wanted, please don't mind. All, they're all kind of just. You're a DJ, you're a natural. You need to get up there. Man, you got to show me how to do it. What would my DJ name be? Sean Allen. I would keep my name. Yeah, keep it clean, Sean Allen. Keep it keep it clean across the brain. Are you playing SWV Week? Yeah. Is that like, a, can we talk or no? Mm, I wouldn't say it's as popular or like, but it is. That's the last song though, huh? It is something that they like to hear for sure. And um Right here with the human nature in the background. Uh, that was a Pharrell song, you know that? Yeah, I did. Boom, boom. It was four count point, four point. Mm-hmm. Wow. What else is it like a a classic staple song that people respond to? Like everywhere. It's not a classic. It's not R&B. But some cut, what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With a uh, little squeaking in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you do that into the... Um, Cali. Huh? Mm-mm. Bia and um. Oh, cause she got a song with that beat, right? Yeah, Bia. Lil John put uh some cut with with Russ. With do you do you know this one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um Cali man. Mm-mm. Yep. People do like that too. That goes up. So like, I like when DJs do that. Like they'll play like some cut, and or then, they'll play this first, but then they'll play like the original. The original in it, yeah. I like that. So, like, you want to hear Tap In by Sweetie, and then you want to hear... Yeah, that's hard. I go on and on. You like that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that because I love music references. Again, yeah. I'm a music excavator, mm-hmm. so that's important to me. And a lot of people don't be knowing that these songs be samples. So, yeah. I like when they, like, when DJs are... Because when a DJ do that, too, they really know music. Yeah, it's intentional. You know what I mean? Because there's people, there's DJs out here who just like music and who got their software. They don't know where from. You know, but when people really, really know what they're talking about and what they're doing, that's really, really dope. Yeah. And the crowd responds to moments like that because somebody else did it a couple of weeks ago and they responded to it. Yeah. So that's pretty dope. So people respond to some cut. That's like yeah. everywhere you play that, people. People really like, oh, shit, because I, I don't feel like I've heard it outside of my own sets, but I'll play it and they like it. Wow. Sure. What else is another song that? Can we talk? <laughs> Some cut. <laughs> okay, I, so I'm asking you this because I'm going to come. Would you want me to say something like a specific no, song? No, 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 no. I want to go and be like, okay, this is the, not signature, but like, you know, you got like weapons of mass destruction, right? I mean, yeah, but it's also not cool if I tell you them right here on this, that is on true this too. popular ass <laughs> podcast, my nigga. Like, <laughs> I, I got weapons, but you try to have me sitting on the sidelines. Do you ever try to like make your crowd like a song or do you play a song that you know people don't respond to but you like it and you know you see it's about to hit like pop you know what I mean yeah like what song was that I really like that shit by Megan I don't feel like that got it I mean I know that's you know again we talking about you know um like b-sides maybe or like something but like I feel like I don't feel like that shit got justice that shit was a great song you know who dropped the bag in the ball on that shit no just in general with who um, City Girls Twerkulator should have been huge. I totally agree with that. It should have been like 100%. massive. Because that sample is crazy. Yeah, that's like a cheat code. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? But why do you feel it, the ball was dropped? What do you? Where do you feel like the ball was dropped? They, um, they didn't perform it enough. They didn't perform it enough. It was just, the release was, the rollout was like fucking sloppy. Okay. It was just sloppy, lazy. Missy Elliott produced it too. Oh, okay. I thought she directed the video. She directed the video okay. and produced the, and gotcha. produced the song. And I think it was their highest charting song too. But um, here I go with the charts, <laughs> right? See, I told you. <laughs> but like, yeah, it, that that should have been massive. Yeah, just just off the strength of the sample, like period. That break beat man goes on forever and rock, rock, front, rock. Sierra got a whole career off that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, this, the rollout was sloppy. Um, and you could just play that like in so many different ways. You could play the original. You could play the uh, City Girls one. You could play the Escapes when they used the beat. You, you know what I mean? There's so many references of that beat, and people respond to it. Obviously, that's why the song is constantly sampled and yeah. kind of got legs of its own. Yeah. But that was a song that I thought that was going to be bigger than what it was. You know, and I think 
they t- remember they teased it a few months prior, yeah. and then they said, "Oh, it was a TikTok like little thing for a minute." Yep. And they said they didn't get clearance. For example, right. I don't know if that was a joke or not, or if they eventually got right clearance. But I feel like that wasn't helpful. Right, right, right. I th- what about Lotto? Um, her song, big big energy. I like songs that like you could play that and play fantasy and play Tom Tom. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like a di- it's like a direct and obvious sample. Clearly, is right. You like <laughs> like you love like obvious samples, which is dope. That's cool. Right. But um, big energies is a is a is a nice song. I like it. Um, I like the clean version a little bit better. Why? I don't know. Like it just you know you know big D energy. Like you know you just don't know who you who you might have fit in the room with that. Especially if it's early in the night. You're showing your age now. A little bit. I'm considerate. I'm a considerate DJ. I like that Lotto <laughs> was conscious. Somebody on her team or Lotto herself yeah. was conscious enough to get off the Chitlin circuit. Yeah. And like target radio with that song. Yeah. Because I think she's dope. For sure. You know I like I mean? uh, Bitch from the South. That I pl- I do play that. Oh, that was a hit. But that's a Chitlin circuit song. Ch- Ch- what you call it? Chitlin circuit. Wow. It didn't, it's, it didn't do anything for her, you I'm know. Chitlin circuit, you know, like Lotta, <laughs> like like Skin Keisha. All yeah. these rap girls are like Chitlin circuit. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying, but I'm just like surprised <laughs> that you're using the word Chitlin in in what you're trying to like say. Like Dream Doll, Dream Doll should have been top forty. She should have been like got that radio song or something. You know what I mean? She should have been done something. She's fine as fuck. She could rap her ass off. She got bars. Niggas fuck with her. She should have been, like, aiming for radio. And now I feel like she's trying to aim for radio, but it's, like, too late because she's been on the chip and circuit too long. I mean, and this could be another conversation for another day, but do you feel okay. like the market another episode, right? is oversaturated? Oh, yeah, maybe if I'm invited back, hopefully I'm invited back. What do you back. mean oversaturated? Oversaturated with... um. Uh, women MCs or women uh, rappers. Female. Closer than like uh, female MCs or women rappers. You think it's oversaturated? I'm asking you if you feel like it is. Um. N- yes and no, no. Yes and no. For a lot of reasons, because hip hop has been dominated by men since the beginning of time. For sure. So now it's cool to see women doing their thing, yeah. black women. You know, so. I'm not mad at that, but I do feel like where's the new, I'm not about to say Nikki. I'm going to say where's the new Missy Elliott? Where's okay. that, the innovative, but they say well, Flo Tierra Whack. You don't oh, yeah. know who, who that is? I mean, yeah, Tierra Whack. Okay. So, Shout out to her. I like Tierra Whack a lot, by the way. I don't know why that she hasn't. I feel like it's one of them situations where, like, you know, like they're, I feel like when you are an artist of substance, it kind of takes a little bit of time for people to catch on. Right. And that's how your career is longer, in my opinion. Well, yeah. Um, you know. Um, Cupcake. Ari. Ari. I mean, we were talking about rappers, but to, but Ari Lennox, I feel like she doesn't get her flowers, and I think she's a dope singer. It's her biggest song. Um, the Pressure. One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chitlin, Chitlin Circuit. <laughs> <laughs> is it, though? I feel like you have to, like, you have to aim for radio. You have to. Mm-hmm. Like, early on in your career. Mm-hmm. Or you're just going to be on that cycle of doing the same type of music, doing the same numbers, mm-hmm. not getting your flowers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, Ari Depp, like, one of the best vocalists out in the past t- 10 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ari Jasmine, yeah. But I feel Jasmine's like, just now getting her flowers. Yeah. But because she, she been out for a while. Did she aim for radio? But but, what's that? Bust your windows was a hit. Bust your windows. Did it chart? It did well. Chart master. Missy Elliott <laughs> did that, so of course it did well. Um, I feel like Jasmine has not popped because Jasmine didn't want to pop. I feel like Jasmine was having like identity image issues, and I feel like that kind of barred her from doing what we know she needs to be doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she kind of addresses it, like, when you look at her interviews and, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. But, you know, to her defense and to her credit, she has, she's one of one one of the most revered vocalists of our time. Sure. You know what I mean? And her music, it's the quality. You can't beat the quality. Like, she's, up, she makes amazing music. Mm-hmm. 
And she's like never like went away, right? She's always had some relevancy. I can agree with that. So is it better to be warm or hot? It's better to be warm, right? I would say warm with the intention of getting hot. (laughs) (laughs) With with making intentional steps to do so. So I'm I'm thinking this next Jasmine Sullivan project, we should definitely see her. And you know this last project wasn't an album. It was, I believe it was the second. What Jasmine Sullivan song you're playing? Mascara. Uh, a few of them, but you not. Play those, those, a, isn't that slow? Yeah, but again, like you, we, I mean, she's what f- fast songs does she have right now? Right. What Tamar songs you playing? <laughs> You're funny. Um, what songs am I playing by Tamar? Well, what was the last project she came out with? Was that um? Okay, what Tony Braxton songs are you playing? Oh man. Another sad love song. You really play that? Sorry. Sometimes, like, again, R&B brunches, R&B stuff. They love um, Tony. Um, but Making Me High is, like, that. they go crazy for that. Really? Yeah. That's a sexy song. I get so high. Yeah. yeah, they go crazy. Remember when uh, EPMD sampled that, Eric Sherman? Remember mm-hmm. that? Yep. Yeah. That was like just like wasn't music. she on it too though? Wasn't just a sample? Wasn't she on the song too? Like, I think so. Yeah, that's dope. See, I like so when you play play that play that with making me hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> That'll be dope. We're just gonna get you your equipment <laughs> and you do it how you want to. All do right, it. all right. I'm gonna take your job. I'm gonna take all the gigs. Uh, listen, you only one person. I'm not worried. Matchonmatch.com is a black-owned online micro marketplace that offers maximum exposure dedicated to black and brown creatives content creators and entrepreneurs alike. Need help with a product launch, website or designing merch? Email us at info at merchonmerch.com or click the link in the description of this episode. And for ASAP listeners, we are offering free shipping with code ASAP at checkout. What does check on your strong friend mean? Check on the friend that you that never needs anything. Check on the friend that is least like that is always helping other people. Are you the strong friend? Usually, I am. I'm the strong family member. Wow, yeah. that's taxing though. For sure. Is that healthy? Not all the time, but you know, thing situations build character. Wow, yeah. you you laugh like it's a joke. This is really deep. It is deep, but I'm just... I'm, so we're I'm, black men. We got to have these conversations about mental health, right? Yeah. And accountability and healing. Yeah. So a part of the spaces that we have and that we're creating and curating, we have to have the ability to... I'm reprimanding you and shit. Dar Jar, what do our listeners need to do ASAP? The ASAP listeners need to follow me on all socials. It's Dar Jar across the board at D-A-R period J-A-R. Uh, Twitter is at D-A-R underscore J-A-R, but it's Darjar across everything. Just follow me. That's where you can keep up with the events I'm doing right. and things of that nature. You guys, make sure you subscribe, follow, rate, write a review, Apple, Spotify listeners. See you guys on the next one. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.